So um, Ilya was telling me you are you run like Jobs Ohio. I'm managing director of financial services sector. Okay, and what do you kind of do like there? Oh, it's a, it's a good question. <laughs> so Jobs Ohio is a privately funded economic development corporation. Yeah. We are structured as uh, sectors, okay. uh, sectors of key importance to Ohio. Yeah. Uh, financial services is one of them, actually the second largest private sector in Ohio after manufacturing. Okay. Sixth largest in the country. Oh, really? After New York, California, Texas, and Illinois, there is Florida and Ohio. You wouldn't think that. Very surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you pronounce your name? Valentina Isakina. I would have never got that. Okay. <laughs> Um, and so you were, uh, you, one thing that freaked me out, like you said you worked with Tony Blair before you came here? That's correct. That's like, like the dude, that, like that Tony Blair? That's, that, that's like, the Not Tony like Blair. just like another dude named Tony Blair? <laughs> no. All right. It's kind of, what did you do for him? Uh, I was a senior advisor. So okay. We worked uh, on strategy and um, transformational initiatives for various countries. Okay. And how do you get from there to Ohio? Uh, my husband is an Ohioan, oh, well, so we were actually here before. It's always a guy, right? That's it's right. Always, it's always, a always, a, always a guy or a girl or someone, right? Uh, Midwestern qualities are very important. Okay. And how long, how long have you been here? Or how long? Uh, on and off since 2011. Okay. And officially at, with a job? Two years. Two years? Okay. And like, so you're also, uh, you're the board, the director of the board? Of I'm the board chair. Board chair. Fintech 71. Fintech It was the Jobs of Hire initiative. Oh, okay. So you guys started it. Uh -huh. So you just said, I'm going to run it because we're starting it. Well, not necessarily. I was elected to oh, be okay. the chair. Well, I mean, it sounds better. You're saying, I'm, I'm, I know how to do this, right? <laughs> um, so you were elected by, so who, how did that all come about? Like, what, like, why did you guys see the need for that yeah, to be so a thing? Yeah, so a very good question. So I took my job with Jobs Ohio two years ago, and um, beyond the Tony Blair yeah. experience, I have a lot of background in strategy. So okay. I worked for the Financial Institutions Group in McKinsey, and worked for Bain in private equity. So when I took my role, the first order of business was to understand the sector yeah. and the opportunities and the challenges of the sector in Ohio. So that took about six months, the strategy work, and it was very clear that FinTech was a huge opportunity, yet there was very little happening in the state. So we organized the roundtable of senior executives of various banks, insurance companies, retail firms like Kroger, P&G, uh, to come together and discuss uh, how the innovation in Ohio could be uh, accelerated. Yeah. And the idea of an accelerator uh, was an idea that everybody supported. So it was originated by Jobs Ohio through our strategy work and supported by the industry. We decided on that about a year ago, actually in, the mo in March of 2017, and found a partner to run the pilot year with us. We selected Lumos Accelerator, who has done it before, uh, not in financial services, but in other space. But nevertheless, the skill set was very relevant, yeah. and uh, uh, they were a great partner to help us uh, with another uh, This is completely, aside from insurance, selfish question. Kroger is like doing some pretty amazing things with their kind of combination of online delivery of food, meal planning. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're based in Ohio, aren't they? They are. They're headquartered in Cincinnati. Yeah. And uh, how's that working out? They're doing well? Like, yes, absolutely. Um, you, should, you should probably talk to them. I think there was somebody from Kroger. Oh, really? Somebody was from Kroger. Yeah, no, I, I just I found that to be fascinating. I 
uh, food and health enthusiast on the side, but per- completely selfish question. But um, so what really caught my attention was like you mentioned in the financial sector of like banking adopting like this kind of need for change. Like they were kind of afraid of it. But hey, like listen, like I, w- I hate to talk to tellers now, sort of thing. Like. Do you see similarities to where banking was 10 years ago to where insurance is today? Yes, very similar. Uh, Typically, whether it's, you name, technological change, uh, banking goes for the changes faster and insurance falls. And there are many reasons for that, but I wouldn't say that the difference is 10 years, maybe 5 to 7. Okay. Uh, Why do you think insurance is slow? Well, financial services in general is a very conservative place, conservative sector, because there are significant stakeholders involved, there is a lot of regulation. Um, So if you do it well, you need to be conservative to protect the interests of your customers, right? Uh, The insurance space is more conservative uh, for many reasons, regulations is also one of them. Uh, There is more regulation for insurers compared to the banking system because of the um, state level regulation that insurers are subjected to. Insurance is regulated by states, right? Each state has its own insurance license and ability to to regulate. So for an insurer to to implement the change, they would need to go through, if they're doing business in 50 states, through 50 different approvals. Yeah, that's a little depressing, isn't it? It's, it's well, a I mean, matter do you of think life. It's, is it a necessary safeguard? Do we have to have like, or because like, there's big, you know, there's like legislation to like kind of like break down state barriers. Is that something? Well, that there has been a lot of discussions about um, many variations of what you're saying. Yeah. Number one, should banks and insurance companies be regulated together? Uh, should there be a difference between federal regulation and state regulation? Yeah. Um, should there be just one regulator for everybody at the federal level, right? And here you're getting into a lot of things that America is not about. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's beyond what's good for the sector, what's good for uh, banks or yeah. uh, other stakeholders. Uh, it, it gets into the um, cultural um, identity of the United States. So let me, and we cannot solve that well, in this conversation. No, not, not even in the next like five years. Um, what what do you think that transition looks like for insurance? Like what what types of things are we gonna have to give up? Like what what like what, what's gonna speed up that adoption to like where mobile banking and like for what does that look like for insurance in your opinion? Like what are we gonna have to give up on from like an agent's perspective, from a company's perspective, what do we need to do to kind of uh, that, that technology to or, accelerate yes, yes, to kind of get it moving. Um, carriers need to deliberately invest in innovation, not just to put two people somewhere stick them in a basement, to think about yeah. it, but actually dedicate resources. And a lot of a lot of uh, industry experts and innovation experts make a distinction between being a part of the mothership and having a separate right. arm that actually can function differently, have different decision making, have have, can have different uh, uh, speed of business right. uh, and, and try and fail more often to get to the success. So it's kind of a lean startup idea. Right. How can you quickly iterate yep. to get to the uh, lowest cost idea that can be successful with the customer? 
And do you think the companies have the tolerance to kind of support that culture? A number of companies are already doing it very actively. Yeah. And uh, those who are not, uh, frankly, will be at a disadvantage. Yeah. Because that's, that's the only thing I always like, you know, so you always hear like, oh, they're too slow, there's too much legacy, and they can't do that. But so you're, you're saying you've seen companies where they've just said, hey, we're going to give you kind of autonomy within your own little sector here, like, let's just get it going and make something happen? Yes, absolutely. Anything that you're most excited about? Uh, anything in particular? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about the benefit to the customers. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the legacy that is currently present, whether it's banking, insurance, investment space, um, creates such a huge cost that sits on top of the value that yeah. customer, frankly, overpays yeah. for the product or solution, right? Because it has to support the cost of that legacy infrastructure. Now, if you have insurtex or fintex or bank tax, um, that are doing things faster, better, cheaper, uh, customers that previously could not buy insurance to our previous discussions right. now find it affordable, now find it compelling. Their families are better protected, right? Yeah. They're in better position financially. So that's what excites me. Because at the core of it, if you take it, financial services is a business, it, it creates value, it has shareholders, it's yep. all good. But at the core of it is a basic need why the sector was created in yeah. the first place, right? It's a need to intermediate, it's a need to distribute products, it's a need to provide protection, it's a need to provide banking services. So those are all value, those are all valuable things for the society. Now and if you're now doing, uh, doing them faster, better, cheaper, the society better. How do you think actual human beings fit into the equation such as like independent agents? Uh, in that change, because there's obviously a huge conversation of what role do they play, what value do they add, like what should we be doing to remain as part of the process? Uh, what's your kind of opinion on having that that kind of trusted advisor? Yes, um, the distribution channels have always played a very strong role, yeah. uh, but they've always evolved, right? So if you think about the continuum of the insurance history. Uh, how the original products were distributed, working house to house, right? And then captive agents and independent agents, and now online, and now new insure techs that are providing different yeah. models and peer-to-peer -peer options. Um, it's something to consider as, as an agent. Uh, are you still in a space that's um, moving uh, in the growth area? Or is the space that, for some reason, might be shrinking because of a technologically a technological disruption or some other force? Um, last question: If you had to envision like your perfect insurance world in like five years, whatever you think, like, what's like, like what, what do you see like, like what do you get excited about being at events like InsureTech Cincinnati? Like, what is the thing that like where do you where do you see it going? Like, what's your like dream scenario? I would like to see more innovation in Ohio because there is a lot of talent here already. Yeah. And I would like to see our insurance companies being more uh, open and collaborative on innovation and being more deliberate about innovation. So this is very important because there are a lot of um, foreign carriers, European in particular, that are very, very active in the space. Uh, they have companies in North America that they fully own or partially own. 
and the innovation that's, that they're bringing into those firms might be putting other companies at a disadvantage. So I invested in our sector. I wanted to be healthy and grow and be competitive with others. So that's, that's ideally what would happen. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. That was very cool. Absolutely. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Spectacular. We're done. Okay.